Shalom, my brother, the message is getting paid off discusses the scenarios where a woman really gets the real end of the deal. We say, we throw the book at her, and nothing works out between her two husbands, either one. And uh, in the Gemara, we learn why a get needs to be dated by the king rulership of that time, by that Malchus. We learn how the Soifer should write his location. At the time of the writing, what's considered shalom lamalchus, what's considered offensive to a rulership, and we discuss what happens if a shemeres yovam is mezana. We begin with the mission that tells us that if the soifer wrote the date of on the get, dating by a malchus which isn't proper, and the, the gemara is going to discuss what that means. A malchus she'inoi hagenes. Or if he writes it based on a date of a ruler or of a kingdom that's of Greece or Modai, these ancient kingdoms, if he dates it from the Binyan Beis Hamikdash or from the Chorban Abayas, if he dates it, rather if he if he's in the east and he writes that they're in the west or or vice versa, this woman has to divorce both the first husband and the second husband that she married after this get and she requires a get from both of them and she really gets the whole book thrown at her she doesn't get a ksuba she she doesn't get her paris she doesn't get a mazonas she doesn't get her her old clothing that the husband got in the beginning of the marriage from either one of the two husbands before or after the get if she does take any of this from either husband she has to give it back her children are mamzerim from both of the husbands if either husband is a koyin, they can't be metamit to her. Neither husband is zoicha in her metzios, things that she's fi- she finds, her maesiyodeha. Neither of them are, la- are allowed to be made for her nadarim because the only reason why her husband is allowed to be made for an- a nedr is if it's a-, a nedr that goes between them so that they won't be able to be together, but they're both usher to her, so they lose the rights of a first nadarim. If she's a bas Yisrael, she now has the din of a gurusha and she's puzzle. For Kahunam, she's a Bas Levi. She's not allowed to eat Meiser, a Bas Koyin. She can't eat Truma. She's not Yerish either one of the husbands. Rather, not, neither of the husbands, Yerushim, inherit her Ksuba. If the first husband dies, then brothers, well, either one of the husbands die, then the brothers have to do Chalitza. She has a, a, the dinava of a Suffolk marry, marriage. Neither of them can do Yibam. If the Seifer writes the wrong name of the, the husband or the wife, or the wrong city where he or she comes from, and then again she has to divorce both of the husbands, the one that she was married to before the get and the one that she, re, that she, that she married after the get, and she also gets the same book thrown at her. The Chachamim mentioned 15 Arayos, that their Tzoros are allowed to remarry in a case of Yibum. Because if one of the wives of this brother who died is also to marry one of the brothers, so there's no Yibum for this wife, all the other ones are also off the hook. Now, if the Tsarists then go ahead and marry somebody else, because they thought they were off the hook from Yibum and Chalitza, then it turns out that that one wife, which was an Erva, which was Arias to the brother, was an Islandess. So she wasn't in the parasha of Yibom. Then those Tsarais who remarried have to divorce 
both their new husband and the brother who they didn't do even Mechalitza with, and they also get the whole book thrown at them. In the next case in the Mishnah, if the Sefer writes the get to be given to the woman and a receipt for the get to be given to the husband, and he accidentally gives the wrong one to each of them, and then after a little while, the husband opens up his receipt and it turns out that he has the get. And she opens up her get, turns out that she just has a receipt. So Tanakama says she has to divorce both him and her new husband. And all of the chumras from the Reisha apply to her. Rebel Ozer disagrees here and he says if they opened it up right away and they're like, whoa, 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 there's a mistake, then they could just swap and he can give her the get as intended. But if they only did this a little while later, then we say that the original get was good and we're chayshish that the husband and wife just came up with this ploy to swap and make believe that originally that he had not given her the get, he had only given her the shaver, in order to get her out of the second marriage. We assume that the, originally he actually, since it was such a long time ago, we assume that back then he had actually given her the get. Now the Gemara goes back to the beginning of the Mishnah, one step at a time. What is considered a malchus, that's enoi hoigenis, an improper malchus, that if the cipher writes the date on the get based on when this kingdom came to power, it would be an invalid get, because the date isn't good. So the Gemara answers that a Malchus Sheinohegenes is referring to the Romans. Well, that sounds like a pretty good Malchus. What's improper about it? The Gemara answers that they don't have their own language, their own way of writing, their own alphabet. They mooched their entire language off of other languages preceding them. And that is a certain embarrassment. It, doesn't, it makes them an Einohogun nation, an Einohogun kingdom. Real Malchus has their own language. Ula tells us that the reason why the Malchus has to be proper and the date has to be proper based on a Malchus and the Get is because of Shalom Malchus. The Gemara says, because we want to have peace with the Malchus, we're going to make children Mamzerim? The Gemara answers, yes. This is Rameir Shita. Stamish is Rameir. Rev Hamnuna says in the name of Ula that Rameir used to say that any, anybody who changes a little bit from the canonization, the coined set that the Chachamim designed when it comes to Gitin, one deviation makes those children mamzerim from the marriage after that get. Now, why does our Mishnah need to go through all the different types of Malchias that would be improper? We mentioned Greece and Modai, the Chorban, the, the Bindim Esemekdash. Well, if I had only said Malchus, that is improper. I would think that Modai and Yavon, maybe that would be okay because that's an ancient kingdom. What happened happened. My Dahava Hava. If I would have only said Modai and Yavon, those are actually a, a Malchus. You still need the Shalom of Malchus, but the Binyan Besam Mikdash, maybe that's something that's also in the past. My Dahava Hava. If I had only said Binyan Besam Mikdash, Maybe that would be an insult to the, to the current rulership because you're making your date based on the glory days, the heyday of the Beis HaMikdash. But maybe the Chorban bias, when, when, you're, when you're reminiscing the Tsar of losing the Chorban, maybe that wouldn't be insulting to the current Malchus. 
Komash Malon, the Mishnah tells us every step in escalating Chidush. Now, the next step in our Mishnah was that if the get was written in the east and it says in the west or vice versa, it's not a good get and she and the wife gets in big trouble. So, are we saying that they wrote that the bowel was in the wrong place, in the wrong direction? That is a deviation from writing, that's like the Sefer's writing the wrong name or the right, wrong city. So, of course, it's possible. What's the Chedush over there? The Mishnah is being Mechandish that the Sefer wrote the wrong place where the Sefer was. Like Rav Safri, uh, Rav used to tell his cipher, Rav Huna used to tell his cipher, that if you're in Shili, write in the get that you are in Shili, even though you are hired to write the get, in Mimsaron. Uh, rather, they, they, it was Mimsaron, it was they handed over to you while you were in Hini. And vice versa, if you're writing in Hini, that's where you write you are, even though you were hired in Shili. Rav Huna Mashmol tells us, that the whole halacha of the date based on the kingdom being an imposing factor in a get, that's all Shittas Rameyer, but the Chachamim disagree, they hold. Even if you dated your get based on the center, the, the governmental official in your local city who was in charge of knowing where all the boundaries are of property, that even that would be a good get if you dated it from when he took that position. There was a get that was written based on the date that the governor, the king-appointed governor, took over in Baschar. So the answer of Nachman Bar of Nachman Bar-Chista asked Rambo, is that a valid get? Does, is this get an issue? It was, it was based, the date was from the time that this governor took over. And he answered that even, even according to a mayor, it would be a valid get because this governor was appointed by the Malchus. It's still covered to the Malchus. It's different than the local land official because that is a bizarre and why are you dating it by this local guy? You should be dating it by something more related to the Malchus itself. And a governor is. Next up, Abba Omar Rav Huna, Omar Rav says that this whole dating by the Malchus is a mayor, not the Chachamim. The Chachamim would hold that the child born after this get would be kosher, that this dating infraction is not an issue. The Chachamim, however, agreed to a mayor that if they write the wrong, if the Sefer writes the wrong name, or a name that this person uses in a different city, or the wrong city, that then the child born after this get will be a mamzer. Rav Ashi says, we see this in a Brysa, in fact. It says that if they change the name or the city, she has to divorce both of them. And she gets all of the negative consequences of this confusion, of this double marriage. Now, this Brysa isn't Rameir, otherwise it would have been incorporated into our Mishnah. Elamai, this is Shitas, even the Shitas of Rabbonon. They would agree if the name of the date, uh, the name or the city is incorrect, then this get is a serious problem for her. Now, the next step in our Mishnah was discussing the case of Yibom and Chalitza when one of the wives was a, an, an erva to the brothers. So all of the Tzaras are off the hook. And we said that if one of the Tzaras were to remarry, that's an issue. But if she were to be Mazana while she had a Zika to one of the brothers, she had a Chiv Yibom, she wouldn't be also to have Yibom. Marriage is more Chomer. We might say that she did chalitza and then got married based on that chalitza and then went back to get married after divorce. 
So she's getting married to the person who she did chalitza with. When she does chalitza, she's not allowed to marry that brother. She, he's a brother-in-law. Zarias. L'choyro, this is a kasha on... So, so, so being mezana during zika is, is in fact better than marriage, which sounds like it should be a tiyuvta on Rav Hamnuno because he says that a shimeres yavam, someone who is supposed to be doing yibum, who is mezana, is now usher to her, uh, to his yivama. That zika is now usher. But the Gemara answers it's not a kasha on Rav Hamnuno. Not only is it uh, is it an issue if they got if she got married at that point if she was mezana, it would also be an issue. We only chose the lotion of marriage because that's a more refined way of speaking than to say that she was mezana. Some say the opposite that we said in our Mishnah if she had gotten married in that time, and that's including being mezana, which sounds like a riot to Rav Hamnuno, who says that a certain marriage to Yavam, who is mezana is also to the Yavamu. And the answer, the response to that raya is not necessarily because maybe only if she got married would it be an issue for that zika to go through. Because we may confuse it with a woman whose husband goes over to Medina Sayam, goes overseas. They say that the husband had died and then she remarries. Even though the whole remarriage was behind us, she thought her husband was dead. She's not allowed to remarry her husband when he shows up. People might say that it was Machzer Grushoso after she remarried. So, so to hear, it seems like she did Chalitza on her brother-in-law and then married this brother-in-law who she did Chalitza with. With Znus, we don't have that issue because everyone knows that she was uh, Prutza about this. And we're not going to start learning Halachas about remarrying a Chalitza from her. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.